ago. I know my brother and I, um, one of the people that we listen to on Elijah Streams um, that comes on as a guest uh, is um, a man from Canada, and uh, his name is Barry Wunsch, like lunch with a W, okay. And um, he is uh, an amazing, um, humble intercessor, very filled with the spirit, very sensitive, very compassionate. And um, he, he spends and is connected to a lot of people that, that are praying and that uh, intercede and he gets words. And so he had, he was on, it was a week ago, Friday, not this Friday, a week ago, he was on with uh, Steve Schultz. And I uh, told Steve, I, he said, this is fresh off the press, so it must have been like on the date of 722, which I have a, I printed this out, or, or I typed it out, and I have a couple more copies on my chair if anybody else wants this prophecy. Um, and so with 723, he was actually giving this. He said, this is fresh off the press. It's a word for America. So I'm going to read it um, and commentate on it. And it just really struck a chord with me. I felt it was very appropriate. Um, and it begins, tell my people, do not lose heart. Do not give up. Do not retreat. My shaking will continue until everything is settled. They are, there are many who are still in disbelief. They still have veils over their eyes. Many believe if they don't look at it, it will go away. The truth of the matter is, I will not stop the shaking until every heart has made a decision. There is no one escaping this one. And so, of course, the, the word shaking, of course, there's a lot more here I'm going to read in a second. But I want to read this passage because it takes me right back to Hebrews chapter 12. And uh, in uh, verse 26, um, I'll just actually read 25 as well. That if you do not refuse him who speaks, like in other words, hear the Lord, hear what he's saying. Jesus is the mediator. If you do not refuse him who speaks, for if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. So when he's talking about shaking, and we are all experiencing, if your eyes are open at all, uh, not just our nation, the entire world is shaking protests all over the world of, of the, the, these mandates that are coming on us and the things that are changing. And uh, I still solidly um, trust and believe that President Trump will be instated properly, uh, that that will come, have no idea when. And meanwhile, there's a shaking and this time is necessary. 
And um, Jesus is coming back. It would have been nice if he would have come before now. <laughs> Why he delays is beside me as various atrocities and inhuman uh, justice that goes on, the injustice that goes on that is poured out on people all over the world. This is all so connected. I've never felt so connected with the entire world. And I know the whole world, uh, especially of those that are awake, are definitely pulling together, coming together. And we are the people of the world and uniquely nations, but, but we, all are, we are all under the same darkness and we're all fighting the same thing. And everyone all over is screaming out for this uh, this justice and liberty. In the same way, in that same likeness, the president returning, we're like, wow, why the delay? Why this? Why that? And I was listening to one of the patriots that I listened to. Uh, her name is Mel Kay. Or her name on uh, her channel is Mel Kay. And uh, she was a former model actress that was involved in Hollywood to some extent. And now she's a full-blown patriot, great, great researcher. And uh, she accepted an invitation to speak at something at Westminster, which is where is the president, one of his golf things there, I think. I believe that's, that's, it was connected to President Trump. But she wasn't thinking about him. She just was invited by these women that are patriots that are having some event to go and speak while she's there, um, the woman that's in charge said, hey, he's here, do you want to meet him? <laughs> like, what, this, this just happened, this was just last week. Hey, do you want to meet him? Yeah, <laughs> like, wow, you know. She had worked at Mar-a-Lago, so when she was young, so she's been around President Trump before he was president, uh, knew him, knew his heart, and um, kind of person that he was. So she gets to share, but here, here was the takeaway from, she gets to just connect with him a little bit. And uh, here's the takeaway. He looked great. He's totally peaceful and in charge, not out of charge. He is not a victim. He is, there's a plan. And when you see someone in the midst of tur turmoil, you know, this was Jesus in the boat. The disciples are like, we're going to sink, we're going to sink, we're going to sink. He's, he's sleeping. How can you sleep in a time like this? We're going down. And he wakes up, he rebukes the wind and the waves, and then he rebukes them. Like, what's the matter with you? <laughs> Why are you all fussed? Why are you worried? Well, um, we're drowning. Like, this, was, this is scaring us to death. And uh, we are all, many of us anyways, are in some of the same situations. And the Lord would say, what's the matter with you? It's like, um, the obvious, you know, like life's coming. Poof. It's that thing, being in the ocean. One wave, not a problem. Second wave, not a You know, after three that really drowned you, you're like, you know, you're like coming up. You're, you're gasping for air. It's overwhelming. I, I always say that. The first hit of something happening in just in my life, something happened. I'm like, I'm good. I'm in a good place. I can handle this. Second one comes like, oh, yeah, I'm still good. 
I don't know why, but I've, I've, I've just w- noticed this. It's not superstition. I've just watched. There often are three, three things that come. Boom, boom, boom. It's like the, the punch. Pam, bam, and then... And yeah, it's the TKO. I mean, it, and, and it hits you, and all of a sudden, you've that, that thing that happens to... Why is your countenance fallen? Well, because Muhammad Ali just got three punches in on me, you know, and I'm, I'm not seeing very straight right now. I'm, I'm whoa. And, and you'll note, I don't know if anyone else has experienced that, but I watch it in other people's lives as well. And after about three major things that come, you're shaken. This prophetic word is saying, I'm going to shake everything that can be shaken until you're standing and hanging on to something that doesn't shake. And I'm trying to think of the nicest way to say this. We need shaking. This is the way we've been living our lives. It's not good. Because we're not the hunger, the true hunger and the true foundation in Jesus it's not what it should be. I'll just say that. You know, I don't like to say condemning things, but we, re- we got to really get anchored. Like, this is coming on. It's coming hard. I don't know what the delay is, and you all know the threats. You, re- you realize that event that I went to on January 6th in Washington, D.C., I went because the president was calling us, come, and we were protesting the election peacefully, Rightfully, we have every right to do it. Felt called to do it. I wanted to go and just, just be there. Didn't have any agenda. No one had any, any ideas of doing anything bad or violent, etc. We go and we do this. I don't know if you're aware, but over 400 people that were there were arrested. They were taken and they were arrested peacefully. They weren't arrested at the event. Most of the ones that were arrested were arrested afterwards. I listened to the testimony of a man and his wife that ha- run an inn in Alaska, and they are patriots. They are believers, and they're patriots. And the FBI shows up at the door. There's a video of this, a YouTube video, that shows up at the door in the mo- one morning and holds them at gunpoint. Full-blown FBI SWAT team comes in and interrogates them for four hours about what they were doing, shows them pictures, shows this woman, like, why were you in the Capitol? She goes, that's not me. And she said, look at the earlobes. Like, I can't, you can't see the face very well, but that's not me. And they both just stood their ground. They laughed a lot because it was so insanely ridiculous. No warrant, no whatever. Like this was, this took place in Alaska. This has happened to a ton of people, has literally ruined lives because they're throwing people in jail. No, no due just, no, no due process. They're just thrown in. They're not even, um, what's uh, indicted for anything. They're just taken. It's just out of control. I did, and it, because the Capitol Police were waving them into the Capitol, there was no plan to go into the Capitol building by anybody. But they were there, you know, we're making a show, we're standing here for the president, and now the numbers have come out that they, they estimate one million people were at this event. It was the most amazing thing. It was the most amazing thing to be a part of. I have no regrets whatsoever. It was amazing. 
we shouted, USA, we love you, President Trump, and stop the steal. I mean, that's how bad it got. And we're peaceful, and there's this joy among, and then there were afterwards when I got home, I realized I saw some provocateurs, some people that were other than us. We did what we rightfully could do, and they're, they're still in jail, losing their businesses, their finances are going like, and, and um, Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, she's a young woman congressman, she's amazing, and Lauren Green, I think. Uh, what's her name? Marjorie Green. Wow. When I watch these people in action, I'm like, I cannot just sit and let them stand up for us and just like not care and not be involved like they are they're amazing and there's more and more of them there's another young uh, young congressman Hallie um, that is crippled yeah Josh Hallie yeah oh my gosh these guys are bringing it they're bringing it hard they're rebuking the speaker of the house they're just coming after the injustices they're speaking well they're not foolish they're not just angry they're intensely going after they're standing for justice they're standing for righteousness and this thing is happening and there is a a, a promise we're going to get and I just spent what four weeks talking about we the people my love for the Constitution which we we what we want is constitutional justice like we we want the rule constitutional law that it, it is an amazing thing it's what brings peace and order and this whole thing was to rest on what did I say a righteous virtuous people that's what our founders that was, they knew this. It has to set on righteous people. When unrighteous people fill these roles, that they are justices, they are judges, they are the FBI, they're police, the CIA. When they're not righteous, then this thing doesn't work well. They just, they don't, they don't follow the constitutional law anymore. They just do what they want to do. And you're, and you're waiting for a judge to call it out. And if they're corrupt too, and they've been bought off. And we, this is at a huge unprecedented amount and it's not democrat republican it's do you love the country or not do you love god or not that it's that can't and and the true pay are come we're coming together and it's so connected you cannot I, I am i have to say i am upset with believers and churches that are just checking out of this like blind eyes we're not going to get involved you will be involved and this whole I'll just say it's a, it was a fake pandemic. This wasn't a real pandemic. It was a fake. There was a real virus that is 100%. It was treatable. It was treatable. Still is treatable. But the pandemic was fake. It was fraudulent. The CDC lied and lied. I found out this week, like, this kind of put me over the top with, I didn't trust them at all before, that that PCR test they were using, and I knew the, the guy that made it said, this test should never be used for that. It's sh shooting out 60% positive, false positives. It's like, that should be a test that's thrown out complete. Like, no, 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 something's wrong. You don't keep using a test that's that wrong. Nowhere, in, any, any, in anything. Like, it's, it's that wrong and you keep using it. And they run it at, at higher speeds than it's supposed to. It was designed to run at 17 cycles. 
At 26, it'll start showing out, shelling out false positives. They've been running that PCR test at 40 cycles, which it picks up dead RNA, it picks up all kinds of junk. But here's what, it doesn't discern between COVID-19, influenza A, or influenza B. It can't differentiate. So everything was, that's why the, the normal flu went away this last year. Gandhi, amazing. I don't even think there were any motor, deaths by motorcycle accidents. They were all COVID. Why? Because virtuous people are not in these positions. That's why unrighteous people, people with other agendas, and they're doing that. And so we have got to get wise, get smart, and come back, not in an unrighteous way, in a very righteous way, in a way we need to make a stand. We need to speak the truth. And right now, it's easy to find people that go, blah, 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 don't tell me that, don't whatever. Now, you can't convince people of what, but, but we can speak up. We can, we can make a stand. We have to because you know what's going to happen tomorrow? Tomorrow, it won't, we won't be allowed to have church. Don't think one minute that just be, you know, you follow this mass mandate and you, you do these things they're asking, you think it's, they're going to leave you alone? No, not, not this. Not, this isn't the law. The CDC is not a law. They are uh, a, um, what's, there's a term for what they do. They, they give a recommendation. They're, they're not the law but it's getting held up like, like it is. That's not a law. There are recommendations, there are things they come up with. It's like, it's, it's just really. So we, we've got to start going after the truth and it's important, and this is what I finished with in, in my teachings on the Constitution, that this was designed to rest on a righteous people. And the thing that created the seedbed for the Constitution to be uh, um, brought forth and created and brought, brought together, you know, created is a good word for it, was revival. And Charles Whitcliffe preaching for 30 years, 20 to 30,000 people gathering. Did I say it? Whitfield. George Whitfield. It looks like Whitefield, so I try not to say Whitefield, and then I keep saying the wrong name. I say everything but. But it was a I spent two weeks ago, I spent all morning talking about him and this phenomena of his message, his passion. And he preached the simple gospel. That was all. That was it. Believe in Jesus and let him become Lord of your life, no one else, not even church leaders. And people, when they heard that message, were moved to repentance. They were totally transformed. And that was the seedbed of our nation and our country. You understand, during the Revolutionary War, even pastors, they come and preach in the morning. In the afternoon, they're back out on the battlefield. There was a saying among them, give them Watts. Do you know what Watts was? It was the name of the hymnal. Because they would take these hymnals with them and with their muskets, their guns, gunpowder, pour it in. You ever see a muzzle loader? It's like, you know, we have these nice compact bullets now that we use. But a muzzle loader is kind of a three-stage process. Powder, right, John? 
And then what? Packing. And they didn't have much packing, so they ripped out a page of the hymn book, watered up, and and then bullet. And as they shot at the enemy, they're like, give them Watts. No separation of church and state. No separation. Like, we, I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor, and I fight for my country. All in the same package. I don't let somebody else do it. And hide behind the, the, their life spending and their life at risk so that I can be free and go, go my way. We need to all be involved. How the Lord leads you, but don't check out. And get smart. Get in, get. Get good information. Weigh things out. Listen. And so even Barry giving this word for Mary, we're all aware of what's going on. He, he loves our country. He's Canadian. He loves our country. They're in a worse lockdown than we are. A ridiculous one. A no-nonsense one. There's no escaping this. Back to the prophecy. I am calling this nation of the Republic of the United States of America into her end times destiny, and she shall fulfill it. She shall be stronger than ever. I can bring change in a moment. I can turn things on a dime. Bam. That's the Lord. That's what I want you to go home thinking about all the time. The Lord can change us. When he goes, that's it. Bam. That's it. He can change that. And you have not seen anything yet. So revival's coming and the shaking is taking place and don't despair repent get in a good place search your heart make sure that you are also aligned with what the lord's saying and what the lord's doing and everything will be fine he will take care of it if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray that's the promise we have I am pruning my church and my body. Places that have not produced good fruit shall be no more. Whoa. At this moment, here I am on Bethesda Road, preaching to a few people in the trees and the cornfield, and the tr- you know. The way church has been is going to go away. It needs to. Because it's not real enough, it's not passionate enough, it's not truthful enough. Johnny Enlow also has been on Elijah's streams. I love Johnny Enlow and his wife Elizabeth. Amazing, humble people, passionate, compassionate. He's been bringing this word as well. That there is a shaking coming to the churches. And I've heard this out of the testimony of... um, a couple testimonies of trafficked individual. They had been human trafficked. They had been caught in the sex trade. And they are now Christians. It's the only way you could have your wits about you after going through that insanity. And they are now fighting for our freedom and fighting for liberty and, and, and rescuing other people out of that trafficking stuff. And one of the girls, the Lord told her, she's married now. Three children, a husband, like, you know Jesus came into her life. A solid, goes, goes into rough situations with the marshals, U.S. marshals, to rescue and break up these sex trade rings. 
And she's been places, bad places when she was trafficked. And they know things and they see things and they see people. And the Lord told her to start exposing. And she also exposed a church, uh, a big church in California. I didn't know that church or that name, but they were involved in this. This is unthinkable. This isn't a pastor falls. He gets, you know, this is not a little thing. This is knowingly participating in some of the horrible things that we're hearing that our government officials are involved in. Johnny Enloe said there may be like 50 different big name ministries that are going to get exposed. Now, this is not a time for us to be uh, paranoid or accusing or looking for things. Just it's not about that. It's about get your feet on the rock because and get a hold of something that's that's eternal because things are going to shake it shakes me and she she named one name and i won't even tell phyllis i'm just waiting like if this ha if it is it is i'm like oh my god you just it it's hard because we've looked at those places and churches and ministries as models to us. Oh, if we could only grow to that. Oh, if we could only be that successful. If we, that would be real success in the ministry. We'd really have it. I'm like, man, I'm at a place where I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for Bethesda Road and Fellowship of the Beloved. And we couple people. Family that surrounds me and us that I have to be accountable to and sister-in-laws and brother-in-laws and friends. Like, you don't get away with stuff here. Thank you, Jesus. Because they begin to develop other secondary doctrines that they teach in their church that create the seedbed for this horrible stuff that goes on. For in this hour I have called you to a greater things. I am bringing a hunger for truth to this nation, and they will not stop until they have it. It will be painful for many as my truth floods the places of hidden darkness to bring healing and restoration. In the end, those who humble themselves will be free. Hear the compassion of the Lord. There's nothing worse than a leader that knowingly commits sin like and, and abuses his sheep. That's like really bad. You're like, Jesus, can you ever forgive that? It's bad enough what we do normally. Then you're in this position, any position of leadership. And knowingly, like, there's, can you, we have to know this. The Lord can forgive the most heinous crimes. Do you understand that? That's all in the package. Jesus can, is willing to forgive anything. You're like, no, not any, not that. Yeah, even that. This is, it's important for you to see God's heart in this, his compassion. And I, I would encourage you, if you go to Elijah Streams, and it was last, last week, um, this um, Barry Wunsch, to hear his passion. I thought about playing it, but I, I wanted to commentate, so that wouldn't work. But yeah. But you, hear, you feel his heart. I mean, he's weeping. He cries over this. It's not like he's railing on anything. He's, he's crying over, over this. He's crying over the individuals. Listen, in the end, those who humble themselves will be free. I am bringing revival to the streets of this nation. 
and I am bringing fresh fire of revival to my people, and I am calling forth a new breed of evangelists, and they will know the intimacy and the love of God, and they will walk in unprecedented signs, wonders, and miracles. There will be new churches planted every day. I'm like, wow. Because when the old comes down, when it gets exposed, people, the hunger begins. I shared this over the last few weeks, why we became a church. Because we were looking for freedom of worship. We were looking for a New Testament word and preaching the word from the context of the New Testament rather than doctrine and uh, yeah, and denominations. Like we're looking for something. We're hungry, weren't we? We're hungry. We're like, we're going to go meet in a Grange Hall. We're going to go meet wherever we can. We'll gather. We don't know what we're doing, but we're going to do it anyways. What The hunger and the spirit in us, and we made all kinds of messes, but, but we were creating a new land. Like some made it, some didn't. Here we are. Why? Because we're looking for to return to the core values and the real thing. And I believe that's going to happen again. When I heard this, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not, things aren't over. We're just at a bad moment. We might be at the worst moment. I think we may be at a horrible moment, actually. But the Lord's going to see us through this. You've got to get your grab onto something solid. And the promises of Jesus are solid. And the prophetic word from prophets you can trust are rock solid. They change everything. Tell my people they are precious to me. Here's the Lord's heart. You're precious to me. You don't have to run. They don't have to hide. I see it all. I know it already. And there is nowhere you can hide from me. It's, I was reminded of this song that we sang. The, um, oh, the, uh, boy, I'm struggling to remember all the names of the songs and whatever. The um, Reckless Love, yeah. Reckless Love. They got banned in some churches. Reckless Love. That's ridiculous. That's, do you know that? That, Yeah. Some churches like, oh, we can't sing that song, The Reckless Love of God. We can't. That's sacrilegious. Um, you may misunderstand something about the grace of God. You may misunderstand. Maybe you should look at that again. It's probably not a ridiculous enough song when, when you study God's love and his forgiveness. is stupid. Why would you do that when we screw up so bad and then forget like it's like beyond us? It truly is. His, his love, his forgiveness, his grace, it's over the top. Who did not withhold his own son? God, I don't know. How do you do that? Any of you have somebody you love? And you think you love people till you have a grandchild, then you're like, really? Whoa. Wow. And then the thoughts of, I mean, I'm scared. I get fearful of things happening to the grandchildren. This is at another level of whatever. You worry about your wife, you worry about your children. Then you have grandchildren. You're like, 
oh my gosh. And I've watched some of you go through absolute torment when things are not well there. Like, it, it brings you, it pulls you apart, and God did not withhold his own son. You st- we're starting to get a glimpse of what he, the price he paid for us. The walls you've t- tried to put up to try to hold me out are nothing to me, and I'm coming over them. Regardless of your fear, anxiety, shame, and guilt, I am coming in my relentless love for you to heal, deliver, restore you. You think you have gone too far and done too much to ever qualify for my love. You have disqualified yourself from my love. That's a lie. There is nothing that is too great for me to forgive. This nation shall once again be acquainted with the fear of the Lord, for it is the beginning of wisdom. I, can we all agree we lost the fear of the Lord as a nation? Lost it. We're very confident, like, you should never get too comfortable with God. <laughs> He's still the lion. Just saying. There is nothing that is too great for me to forgive. This nation shall once again be acquainted with fear of the Lord, for it is the beginning of wisdom. There are men trembling in this hour under their desks. So this is why I say this. This is very serious. There are men trembling under their desks, hiding in their offices, knowing what they have done is wrong. There are pastors. There are church leaders, businessmen, bureaucrats, political leaders on every level, with sin and pain burning in them. Do you know that's the greatest torment on the planet? Sin and pain burning in you, that sense of guilt and overwhelming, like you may have gone too far, that, that's like the horrible, horrible. When I was coming out of my whatever, uh, legalistic, there are no gifts for today kind of mentality, doctrine. And I, I realized that I, was, I became afraid. At, I remember I may have left, left college by then, working on my dad's dairy farm in some barn one night. I just have such a memory, like this fear hit me. I may have blasphemed the Holy Spirit with how much I talked against the gifts of the Spirit. That's a bad feeling. It was a bad, and I, I, I didn't even know how to comfort myself about it. Like when you've done that thing, you're like bulldozer, think you're right, young and stupid, whatever, you know, want to blame it on. And then there's other things that we do and things that have happened, and we go, that feeling, this could be unforgivable. I may have gone too far. That's... That's, that's torment. That's bad. So it's so comforting to hear the Lord say, no, that's a lie. Fear and uncertainty crushing them. I have made a way out for you. It will not be easy, but I've made a way out for you. Should you choose it? Should you decide to choose it? It will take repentance. It will take humility. It will take vulnerability and honesty. And it will take an open heart and mind. As you turn to me with all your heart and all your ways, I will redeem and I will restore and I will heal and I will deliver. You will see me work miracles and turn all things to good. Only God 
Only God. There are things in our nation, our government, atrocities. It's got to come to an end. It's got to. It's got to come to an end. There's no country worse than, I love America, but the atrocities we've committed in the name of what we've, oh my God. It's, it, it, it doesn't seem to have, it's a, pit, it's a bottomless pit of discovery. And sometimes your heart just faints. You're like, oh, jeez. Things that we blamed on other people, and it was our government and, the, and the, uh, the people in it that were off the rails. Wow. Wow. And God waits. I'm like, what are you thinking up there? <laughs> Stop. Stop. You can stop this. The choice is yours. The decision is yours. It's up to you. I just need your yes. That's all the Lord ever needs from us. He just needs your yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, I'll repent. Yes, I'll believe what you say. Yes, I'll forgive. Yes, I'll follow you. To turn to me to follow me, we will walk it out together. Oh my gosh. And that is where we are as a nation, and that's, that's the word. And uh, the words that are coming, that are an awakening, a revival is coming. It's not just religious things. We're sayings and hopes. We need that revival. And the shaking is going to get severe enough, so I don't know how much longer it has to go, but it will get to the place where people are hungry again, crying out to the Lord. Right now, no one wants to hear things, but whatever's coming, and as it comes and it intensifies, that hunger's going to come back. They'll cry out, and they'll realize what they've, what they've believed wasn't true. They'll realize what they've been dabbling in is, is horrible and, and needs to be repented from. We make all kinds of compromises. And this is truly between you and the Lord. It needs to be, it needs to stay there. Like this needs to be between you and Jesus. You know, let the Holy Spirit convict you what, what needs to change. And all you need to, I, I live this way. When, I'm, when I feel I'm left to center, I start, I repent. I start going after it. I don't, I don't repent aimlessly. I repent over specific things. I feel convicted about an attitude or an action or a decision or this or that. I, I go after the Lord about it. Like, I, I don't mess around with these things because I know left alone, it, it, it will never stay little. It gets bigger, 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 bigger. I, I don't want any of those things in my foundation. I want to I keep them out. I want to keep them away. When um, um, Jeff Jansen wrote this book that was uh, the excerpt of um, the vision that George Washington had with an angel that was actually uh, documented in the National Tribune, 1880, and it was in the archives, American history, um, and it was written in the National Tribune in 1880. And there's something else that it's just, it's very authentic. It's not like somebody made it up. It was in, it was in the archives. I don't see what I was looking for right now. 
And, and this angel begins to speak to George Washington and calls him the son of the republic. And I read through this at one point, but I'll go back over this, um, the third peril. And uh, there, were three, there were three things that he said are going to come to this republic, to this nation. I mean, this is George Washington. This is in the beginning, you know, of us being, a, uh, you know, the United States of America. And again, I heard the mysterious voice saying, son of the republic, look and learn. I just love that terminology, like this angel's calling him a son, son of the republic. At this, the dark, shadowy angel placed a trumpet to his mouth and blew three distinct blasts, and taking water from the ocean, he sprinkled it upon Europe, Asia, and Africa. Then my eyes beheld a fearful scene. From each of these countries arose thick, black clouds that were soon joined into one. Throughout this mass, there gleamed a dark red light by which I saw hordes of armed men who, moving with a cloud, marched by land and sailed by sea to America. Our country was em em enveloped, enveloped in this volume of cloud, and I saw these vast armies devastate the whole country and burn the villages, towns, and cities that I beheld springing up. As my eyes listened to the thundering of the cannons, clashing of sword, and the shouts and cries of millions in mortal combat, I heard again the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. When the voice had ceased, the dark shadowy angel placed his trumpet once more to his mouth and blew a long and fearful blast. Instantly a light of a thousand suns shone down from above me and pierced and broke into fragments the dark cloud which enveloped America. At the same moment, the angel upon whose head still shone the word union and who bore our national flag in one hand and a sword in the other descended from the heavens attended by legions of white spirits. These immediately joined the inhabitants of America who I perceive will be exhausted and near overcome, but who immediately take, taking courage again close up their broken ranks and renewed the battle. Again, amid the fearful noise of the conflict, I heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. As the voice ceased, the shadowy angel from the last time dipped water from the ocean and sprinkled it upon America. Instantly, the dark cloud rolled back together with the armies it had brought, leaving the inhabitants of the land victorious. And then once more, I beheld the villages, towns, and cities springing up where I had seen them before, while the bright angel planted the azure standard he had brought in the midst of them, cried with a loud voice, while the stars remain and the heavens sent down, send down dew upon the earth, so long shall the union last. And taking from his brow the crown on which blazoned the word union, he placed it upon the standard while the people kneeling down said, Amen. The scene instantly began to fade and dissolve, and I at last saw nothing but the rising, curling vapor I at first beheld. This also disappearing, I found myself once more gazing upon the mysterious visitor, who, in the same voice I had heard before, said, Son of the Republic, what you have seen is thus interpreted. Three great perils will come upon the Republic. So it was the Revolution, the Civil War, and then possibly now. The most fearful is the third, 
But in this greatest conflict, the whole world united shall not prevail against her. Let every child, <laughs> let every child of the republic learn to live for his God, his land, and his union. And this union, the union. Let every child of the republic learn to live for his God, his land, and the union. Wow. Wow. We have a hope and a promise. So live like it. Like keep coming. Keep your eyes focused on what the Lord has said he's going to do. And meanwhile, man, let this awakening come. Let this revival come. We need people only. The only thing that creates virtue in people is the grace of Jesus. That's it. That's all. We just ain't no good on our own. And no one is any good on their own. We can try to fix people. You can fix and fix and fix and fix and fix and fix and fix. It takes the transformation of the Holy Spirit through faith in Jesus to change people's hearts. You know that. Now know that. Keep focused on that. Pray for salvations. Pray for people to awaken. You can't do it. We keep trying to come up with our ways and our formulas. You won't change anything. It doesn't happen that way. It happens by the sovereign grace of God. And man, is he willing. He's so, so willing. So, Father, today, cause us to be people of faith and hope. Give us grace today to grab a hold of what does not shake. And that's your word and your promises. That's you, Jesus. The best feeling is when my grandson comes up and grabs me, grabs my leg and stands beside me. And Jesus, today, we want to just come up and, and grab a hold of you. We don't want to be super spiritual about this. We just want to embrace you, get close. It's all you're asking for us. Get close, no hiding. No matter what our junk is, no hiding. We can't hide anyways. We're no good at it. You always find us. We think we're hiding and our butt's sticking out. We don't hide well. So we thank you for your grace, your everlasting kindness and mercy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm. Mm.